0: Oh God.
1: Have you seen Black Panther since seeing it in the
2: first time
0: <laughs> in the theater? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, <laughs> but I have seen it more than once.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry. We'll just, how is it true that you we'll could have seen the movie without having seen it in the theater?
0: Um. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Worship Podcast, folks. <laughs> uh, my name is Andre. Your name is Bootleg DVD Man. I don't. What? I haven't owned a DVD in years. Um, is that the VHS? Do they make those anymore? I, mean, who knows? I feel like I saw one in a thrift store that was attached to a TV, but i was seen you can't any since. It. <laughs> oh, God. oh, bless the ventula, Mary L. McCracken, and you are listening to the Holy Ghost
2: Outreach Bargain. You're you're you listening to I wrapped up and tangled up with the Lord. i ain't in up, because I'm on my way to heaven, and I'm certainly enjoying the trip. Hey, 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 baby. hey, hey, baby, hey,
0: but anyway, yep, so my name is Andre, Dre, Dreezy, Driznasty, whatever
1: And I am Janae, Ja Ju, Juicy, the finest nigga of your wildest dreams
0: <laughs> And welcome to the thing I said earlier Worship um, <laughs> Worship podcast is a podcast by two fat black churchy queer ass niggas who are navigating the healing and I'm um, just saying uh, fuck you to everything that we've been taught for the most part. Yeah. Um yeah. So, and also
1: just fuck you generally to everything. Yeah, yeah
0: that's yeah. that's a mood. Yeah. Let's fuck all y'all season. But um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly a mood. Certainly a mood. So, how was your week, nigga? Uh, weeks, whatever. Ooh, it, it doesn't wow. matter. How yeah. was your No, because the last away? time that we recorded we walk, was no, indeed actually we the walk. weekend. It was right
1: after Valentine's ago. Day. I don't, I
0: don't know what she's talking about. Yeah, about a week ago. I don't, I don't know.
1: Wow, can we bring that song back? Which that song? dance was so invigorating. Which one? The Shmoney dance. Oh yeah. The Smurder, Schmurter, Schmurter I was Dance. The, no, it's called the Schmanny Dance.
0: Shmoney. Uh, I was in Brooklyn when that shit first premiered. Wow, it was beautiful. What a moment! I went to Henny Palooza, right around the time that it was like hot. Some black ass shit. It was dope as fuck.
2: Hennypalooza.
0: Yeah, you never heard of it? Well, now it's Duce Palooza. I feel
1: like. Oh yeah, we have we talked about that. I think I we have. have yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Now it's Duce Palooza. Shout out to y'all niggas, niggas for niggas
1: getting sponsored out here for
0: dropping those niggas who just refused. <laughs> refuse to uh, sponsor you right y'all nigga this doing... is your market like right. what <laughs> niggas are your fucking mar- like what are you anyway so yeah they said actually fuck all that once to do say amen I'm happy for you guys. Bless God. Yes. Mm -hmm. On today. Amen.
1: Um, What have I done since the last time we recorded? Um, I have been to Tucson, Arizona. I've been to Phoenix, Arizona. I've been to motherfucking Las Vegas, Nevada, and went to my very first- um dispensary which was amazing in and in Las Vegas? In Las Vegas. Yeah. Wow. Um it was so beautiful and there were like black aunties at like the registration table. Um I used my brand new lens in Las Vegas and oh, it's so amazing. Shout out to Martrees. Amen. Um cuz that lens is lit as fuck. Um Yeah, what else did I do? And I just got back from St. Louis uh yesterday. Um, so that was awesome and super fun. Hella black. Um, met some cute queers, some cute black queers, and um, yeah, it was cute.
0: That's Amen. Amen. Um, I have slept in multiple positions in my bed. Yes, I, um, uh, <laughs> yes. I, um, I finally got my car back after 84 years. 84 so years. a like call nigga. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was driving that damn rental and it, it didn't, wasn't mine. No. You know, it didn't feel yeah. some off, yeah. a little bit off. So I'm glad I got my nigga back. Yeah. Shout out to Mariah. It's the name of my car. Um, <laughs> I thought
1: that was a lyric. I was, I thought oh, that no. I'm glad I got my nigga back. <laughs> What's was a lyric in a Mariah song?
0: No. <laughs> it sounds like it could be though. Yes. That's all brand for her. So yeah. Like Jada okay. Kiss would be saying that. Um but yeah, got my car back. Um <laughs> And um yeah, I stayed at my mom's house this weekend. Mm. So that was cool. Um, you know, just black son, mama love. So yes. there's that. Um Yes, I also
1: visited my mom.
0: Amen. Oh, amen. <laughs> Look at God. Look at God. Yes, um, but yeah, um, yeah. I'm a pretty boring ass nigga as of late. Um, lots of internal reflection. That's pretty much the name of the game lately. Mm-hmm. So, ain't got <laughs> I energy. Wish I could say the same. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> got energy for much else. So yeah. Yeah.
1: No. So real. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I. Got home from Tucson on Sunday, and I went to my house um on Monday um because I had an opt- optometrist appointment. Um, and then I left back out, I think on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but on Monday, I get home or sorry, no, I go to my optometrist appointment. I fucking run into the back of someone's car (laughs) in the fucking parking lot.
2: Not in the parking lot.
1: Jesus Christ, yo. (laughs) And then after the appointment, um, by the way, I got my eyes dilated. And I don't know if you... Have you ever had that done? No,
0: but I've seen it. It looks awful.
1: So it just literally feels like someone is taking your eyeball and just stretching it as far as they possibly can. Uh, Like, it doesn't hurt. uh It's just a really weird tension in your eyeball for, like, a solid 15, 20 minutes. Oh, God. Um, So that was a thing, and that was immediately after I ran into the back of someone's (laughs) car. Um (laughs) I just miscalculated deceleration And I like I was looking at a parking spot that was like Behind me it was just <laughs> a lot It was a lot So I finally leave there and um, Get home um, After visiting My mom and my family and stuff Only to find that there's A fucking summons on my
0: <laughs> Oh Jesus
1: On my door because I missed jury duty Oh <laughs> The one jury duty that was not canceled, I forgot to let them know that I was not going to be in the state of Virginia. So there's a fucking summons that's like, bitch, oh, you finna die.
0: Wait, so is a summons? No, it's not like a warrant. Never mind.
1: Mm-mm. Thank God. Yeah. Um, no, it's just like I have to go
0: and explain. Yourself? Talk to the
1: yeah judge explain myself. Um, thank God. Honestly, so... Th- I didn't understand what it was until the next day when an actual police came to my actual front door. For and jury actually duty? was like, bitch, we've been trying to get a hold of you. And I was like, bitch, I'm, I have not been in the state. <laughs> um, and he explained to me what it meant. And he was just like, yeah, it just means that you have to explain to the judge why the fuck you weren't in jury duty. Um, so...
0: Cause none of your business. Like.
1: That's that's actually the the long and the short of it. Honestly, um, so that um, yeah. Was there something else? My lips are incredibly chapped right now. Um, even with all of the chapstick that I have on them, there's just this layer of crust and ash under. <laughs> Under the, uh, moisture layer, so. Ew! That's where uh, I'm at. Mm. That's where I'm at.
0: Still love.
1: <laughs> I feel like, how spot on is that, though, for light-skinned like, niggas? Like, for a light-skinned like, nigga to turn a moment of, like, bitch, the director already decided who the fuck was going to be in the role to be a moment where I could be, uh, <laughs> Superman, light skin, <laughs> super light skin, if you would, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> My God, yo! I
0: oh, God bless, God bless, bless. I just God bless,
1: light skin God bless. We just be wanting to be fake woke so <laughs> much, and I get it, I get it. You know, I, no, I don't. No, no.
2: Nah.
1: So that's us. Thanks so much, Amanda. I appreciate
0: you. Yes. Shout out all the lights. The light.
1: All of the
2: lights.
1: (laughs) All right. So here we are at the Raw and Honest segment. I just realized that we actually didn't tell folks where they can find us on the internet. Would you like to share that?
0: Um, sure. Yeah. Um, you can if you would like to talk to us and your send in your uh, praise reports and your prayer requests. At a uh, worship podcast, W R S H P P O D C A S T. Wow, look at, at that spelling at <laughs> Gmail dot com. Uh, we would love to hear them. Uh, also, if you would like to find us on social media, meaning Twitter and Instagram, uh, the handles are at worship podcast, W R S H P P O D C A S T. Um, also, there we have a hashtag uh, worship pod, which is. How I Spell Worship Podcast without the cast, so so there's that. Come on, efficiency. <laughs> so, yeah, um, we would love to hear from you and know that you're listening. Um, see what the fuck is going on in your lives, because, yes. yeah, we love it, love it. Y'all are
1: it. our niggas. Yeah. All 14 of y'all. <laughs> We've stepped our game up since... <laughs> Our first episode. Consistency,
0: yes. Come on, God. Um, also, just randomly, shout out to this wind that's been in Virginia for the past two or three days. Um, oh, my God. Literally real? blowing wigs off. <laughs> Literally blowing wigs off at the gas station. Um, my whole, Yours included? No. I, my, well, mine included, yes. I saw an actual wig flying down the street. My hat blew off twice. Oh, God. Um, okay. There was a point where I was um, where I was leaning back on the wind. It was blowing that far. <laughs> like, it was holding me up. Wow. Like, that's how wild the wind has been. So, <clears throat> you know, all the saints are saying God is speaking. They've been
2: saying um, that for 84 god years. god been
0: speaking. But y'all niggas ain't listening. Ain't listening to motherfucking thing. So, what's t <laughs> So, <laughs> But anyway... <laughs> But anyway, um, we are at the raw and honest segment of our program. Mm-hmm. Come um, on, program! Yes, yes. Had to had to bring it back.
2: No,
1: <laughs> this educational programming we got
0: going here. Yes, the program. Um, this is a portion in which we discuss um, just basically the things that have happened in our lives that have read us for fell. Yeah. Yeah. And that we've accepted, and that we're incorporating into our black ass lives. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you want to start? No. Um, well, you will. Go ahead. Go ahead. Begin. Because I would like to hear. Oh my
1: God! All right, saints. Always well, start
0: with the request, but then if they deny, it, say, "Well, actually, this wasn't actually a request."
2: Wasn't a request. <laughs>
1: Okay, so my raw and honest today um, is around taking the time that you need.
2: Hmm.
1: While um, I was traveling between Las Vegas and Tucson, Arizona, um, I had an unexpected extended layover that was initially just supposed to be an hour and a half, um, and it turned into a seven-hour layover. um, Because United likes to cancel flights uh, second legs of flights as you are taking off on the first leg so that's how niggas roll over at United, shout out to them hoes Um, so during the 7 hour flight um, I I wanted to utilize it you know and and see what Phoenix was Mm -hmm. Um, and that was my first time ever seeing a cactus in real life oh wow and you know after taking in like the enormity and like the beauty of these huge like 20 30 foot tall plants um I came across so I went to actually the desert botanical garden um which is a garden and you know they have a bunch of different desert plants and it was really beautiful um and I came across this like factoid about them um that really grounded me and, of course, because I'm light-skinned, made me inexplic- inex- <laughs> inexplicably emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, as someone who is constantly in this perpetual state of feeling behind, um, reading this factoid reminded me of the importance of taking my time and, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so it reads as follows <laughs> read with me thanks the saguro cactus grows as a column at a very slow rate with all growth occurring at the tip or top of the cactus it can take 10 years for a saguro cactus to reach 1 inch in height by 70 years of age a saguro cactus can reach 6.5 feet tall And will finally start to produce their first flowers. Nigga, after 70 years, these niggas is producing their first flowers. By 95 to 100 years in age, a Seguro cactus can reach a height of 15 to 16 feet tall and could start to produce its first arm. Nigga, this nigga has been on Earth for 100 years, and is finally like, Bitch, I felt, I felt out the landscape. <laughs> I'm feeling good about y'all hoes. I think y'all ready for my growth. <laughs> it's time for one arm at 100 motherfucking black-ass cactus years of age. Oh, my God. By 200 years old, the Seguro cactus has reached its full height, Reaching upwards of 45 feet tall, some Seguros have been seen with dozens of arms, while other cactus never produce a single one. Why this happens remains one of the desert's mysteries." So just like having read that like factoid and like seeing that I'm surrounded by cacti that are at least 30 feet tall, and like also understanding that these that means that like these are plants that have been here with ancestors of mine mm-hmm. um just so many thoughts and feelings around bitch take your time it's okay mm-hmm. that is part an important part of process um and and there's no shame in in taking your time mm-hmm. um And I think that the sense sense of urgency that I feel oftentimes, um, be it in relationships, be it in like making life decisions, um, specifically like around school and career, um, are often based in scarcity. I feel like we come back to this like every so um, often, but um, this idea that like if I don't, take this opportunity right now that there will be no other opportunities for love for, um, job for education Mm -hmm. ever again. Mm -hmm. Um, which is just not so because like we are people who contain multitudes and Mm. like that means that like the opportunities are, are endless for us, Mm. um, because we are, um, filled with so many things. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm really taking that seriously and taking um, taking seriously that I can take my time. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah, amen. Yeah.
1: How about you, my nigga?
0: Um, <clears throat> well, when it comes down to it, uh, the truth is I don't have a run on it. Amen. Um, that means that this which, nigga's living right. He's no, moisturized. Absolutely not. Okay. Which actually leads me into the fact that I do have a run on because I don't have one. Mm. Um, that leads me to realizing that for two whole last weeks I just wasn't present. Mm. Um, two weeks passed and I I can barely tell you what I did except yeah. for sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, you know, and I was mulling over with that today I was like, why why do I really have nothing? To show for two whole weeks, um, and I realized I just I was just waiting for the next day, and what I was doing with waiting for the next day was waiting for the next day to start something. I was mm-hmm. waiting for the next day to continue something. I was waiting for the next day to end something. I was mm-hmm. waiting for the next day to um, to pour more into something. I just wasn't present in any of the things that I was doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing that I realized, uh, I go back to my therapy sessions when I was around probably 23, 24. Um,
1: Come on, memory lane. (laughs) Come on, niggas is
0: edging on 30. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) And my memory, honestly, is um, a lot of my memories just aren't recallable because um, I think... One thing in in um, therapy taught me is that when there is trauma around memories, mm-hmm. you don't recall them. So, um, a lot of my memories aren't recallable. I'm starting to remember them more now. But, uh, one thing I remember with therapy is um, I remember telling my therapist, Hey, actually, um, I recall being on autopilot for most mm-hmm. of my life. Um, yeah. Because uh, yes. I remember telling him, Yo, like, I... I'm 24 now. Um, if I'm being honest, I most I told him most of my life I don't remember mm-hmm. like major milestones. Yeah. Um I do, like a lot of things that people recall and like, "Oh, you know, yeah, I remember when I was here and da 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 da." da yeah. I don't recall. I don't remember um, the first time I got facial hair. I don't remember um, like my voice dropping. I don't remember mm-hmm. any of I don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Um, d- well, not anything. I don't remember most things during my formative years. I don't remember what was happening around certain events, um, and I feel like what I've been doing lately is kind of sliding back into that autopilot thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I didn't realize it until today when I was mulling over the fact that I don't have a honest. and I and that really kind of scared me because that those periods are not the best of my life. Mm-hmm at all um yeah so I think yeah it's just me not being present in everyday even in the mundane things realizing that um it doesn't have to be a comparative kind of thing where I'm like oh if I didn't do this then my day wasn't then my day wasn't worth anything you know um yeah, I just I don't know. I'm trying to snap out of it because I know that I can because I've been in a place where I wasn't just I don't passing know. the days by. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I need to be more cognizant because I, I'm because I didn't realize how easy I could slip into it. Mm. Didn't realize it, so I can honestly be doing something. Um, for a long period of time, and won't realize that I wasn't really paying attention until after the fact, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. I don't. Yeah. Oh, that that feels horrible, especially when I feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's me. And the real. the not raw, and honest, raw, and honest. Okay. <laughs> All right, contrarian ass nigga. Um,
1: and that piece around autopilot is so real for me. Um. It's it's really strange, not strange, but I always feel out of sorts when I'm talking with mostly new folks, like when I'm meeting new folks. Mm-hmm. Um and most of the time it's folks who are like organizers or um are doing like black liberation work and mm-hmm. things. Um and you know, they'll like ask me about um you know just my career path or like what I've been doing and i like start talking about it and i'm like oh i haven't been doing anything <laughs> <laughs> um and i i had that feeling when i was um talking to um this new person that i met in st louis um we're the same age um they are an organizer and, and do a lot with um, the movement for black, black lives. Um, and the amount of shit that they had done, I was just like, oh, okay. They were like, yeah, I got my master's degree from here. I went and directed this studio over here. And then I went and joined this band and I traveled here and I moved there. And I organized with this group of people and then I picked up this thing and I'm just like, oh, I've been teaching for four years and I just quit that. Um, And before that, I had a music degree that I haven't used yet. Great. Um, (laughs) And i just be like, yo, what the fuck have I been doing all my days? Mm -hmm. Um, And... um, you know, speaking of my raw and honest, and it's funny that <laughs> niggas need to be more honest with themselves. I'm turning <laughs> to myself right now. Um, so the, the context behind my raw and honest was <clears throat> um, Backpack and I decided to take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was because I um, I was just investing way too much energy and like, trying to navigate the growth that I needed to make happen for that relationship that like everything else was just like in complete autopilot to mm-hmm. the point where like I forgot jury duty mm-hmm. like I like I forgot to let them know that I wasn't going to be here for jury duty and like that's not the fault of her mm-hmm. and that's not the fault of like that relationship at mm-hmm. all um, it's just about my capacity mm-hmm. and that's very limited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so, um, you know, letting her know like, hey, I need to take a whole last step back um, and be present and and like resituate myself in a way that is allows me to be present in all of the areas of my life, um, so that I can also be present in ways that are important um, in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, And and taking the time for that and knowing that, like, whatever becomes of that will become of that. But Mm -hmm. there's no, like, loss Mm -hmm. inherently in me saying, hey, I need to take a step back. Um, Yeah. So autopilot is real. I'm trying to actively step out of that um, because it's not a fun place to be. Mm -hmm. To look back at seven days and be like, oh, Okay I got some tacos this week Cool <laughs> That was the That was the major accomplishment Of this week Good Perfect Um Yeah So Time is important Yeah
0: Yeah Absolutely That's
2: all we have Maybe you <laughs> never heard this song I'm Not a day in my life Say, if you love that. the
1: beat, Ah, ah. fade out.
0: College try. I'm here for it. <laughs> I have no idea what that was.
1: Oh my god! You never heard. No. Who can say? Who who can say?
0: Where was that from? <laughs> like, where did you hear it first?
1: I don't know, nigga.
0: Who knows? I was never in my black ass life heard that song. Never. <laughs> I well, thought I thought it was my heart will go on. That's what I <laughs> thought it was when you were singing it.
1: <laughs> All right, I need to find where the fuck the song is from. All right, y'all, it's time for church affirmation. Yeah. Um. And
0: um. Yeah. Yeah. Church affirmation is just you know a, a portion where we um take scripture and give you the correct uh, interpretation of it. Amen. <clears throat> so I will be coming from come from it then um, <laughs> the second book of uh, Timothy. Come on, Tim. It will be the uh, the third chapter.
1: (laughs) It will be that
0: shit was bomb as fuck when it came out. It It was lit. I don't know why people um, people shaded it, but anyway. So, um, uh, uh, Second Timothy, right?
1: Mm -hmm. What the hell? um... (laughs) Read
0: Second Timothy uh, the. Third chapter. Come on, Barack.
1: Uh, Come on, Michelle.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know what the hell is going on with my phone. Okay,
1: we'll take your time then, Deacon. Um, I gotta go take a shit anyway.
0: Okay, pause this. Okay. <laughs> Nigga. I
1: don't actually. Have what? No, fiction. for real. What the no, hell, hell is I, going I, on? It doesn't on matter. You should have it memorized. Um, I don't um, know who you think
2: I am. What? Anyway,
0: so I'm coming from the third chapter of Second Timothy, uh the sixteenth and seventeenth verse. That's wrong. <laughs> As always from the King James Version. Oh, uh so I will read. Uh I hope y'all niggas got your NIV out seventeen. Then you will not understand the true version. The true living uh translation. Anyway. No, the so new living There's no power in that. There's the no power thing. in the words. <laughs> uh so anyway uh 16 all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness mm-hmm. 17 that the man of god may be perfect thoroughly furnished unto all good works um so that's the scripture Uh thank god for the reading of his word so here's the thing i, I know
1: what this nigga just said um <laughs> he also doesn't know
0: what he just said so. no i am mm-hmm. very much all right share with, us. Nigga. share with us um yes i was paying attention uh in church.
1: Mm. So. Is that a read? Is that a slight if read? Take
0: it how thou wilt.
1: Wow. I was in the choir stand diddling dicks with folks. Um, All right. So, so anyway. <laughs> suck <a> butt. <laughs> Sucking butt in the choir stand. No, I said you can suck a butt. Oh, okay. Um, I was diddling dicks in the choir that stand. That
0: doesn't so. sound uh, like something I wouldn't enjoy. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the interpretation that I get, uh, there, it's. There's a few. So, first of all, it's saying that um, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. So, here's the thing with a lot of you niggas uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to scripture. Um, I think one thing that I want a lot of niggas to realize is that a lot of y'all in your daily lives are inspired by God. Mm-hmm. But y'all still put it through that garbage-ass uh, filter, filter. which God. is you. <laughs> And Ooh, um, the ass filter you. and you filter that pure, unadulterated, beautiful word through your garbage ass, and you shit it out, and you give it to people, give it <laughs> and call it and call it the of word, word of God. So, mm. I just want people to know that the same way mm. that your garbage ass could interpret the holy word. Mm is the same way that these niggas who wrote this shit could have done. For some reason, y'all think that they were so much better than y'all. Oh my god. <laughs> these there are actual the niggas.
1: Same fuckboy ass same
0: from millennia.
1: non-pan child support ass yeah, niggas. Yeah,
0: since then. So mm-hmm. I want y'all to know that um fuckboy uh is generational. Yeah. It, it it's it's not new. The the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Uh, so this fuckboyness, It's not new no. uh, So there could have been some fuck boys writing that book uh, So I just want y'all to know that But also um, One thing that I want to uh, Bring from this uh, Interpretation of, Come the, on in, bring it. of Of the word uh, uh the, the all wise god uh, um, Is that I thought um, you were
1: about to say all white but oh god.
2: Thank god That oh you did
0: not Oh god no never Never um, so yeah, I also want to give there, you know, the part that says it's profitable, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So my thing when it comes to, I think, so one thing that I realize or that, yeah, I've realized for years, but I haven't really, you know, spoke it because nigga, you can't speak that shit in the church really? is that, um, like for some reason is God, Like, God gave inspiration back then Mm
2: -hmm.
0: for niggas to write down, but for some reason, (laughs) like, God ain't giving inspiration no more, Mm. and there's nothing additional that he has to teach. Like, Mm. there's the Bible, and y'all base everything that y'all do based on this, and there's nothing else. So, God is basically saying, okay, so between um, zero... AD or whatever and 33 or 35 that's all I had to say y'all so um yeah we're done here we have nothing else to say and it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. so my whole thing is you know there are definite uh written books even biblical lessons especially Proverbs that's a good book Mm -hmm. um that teach you things but also I don't believe at all that God has done teaching niggas things Mm -hmm. and God has done um uh you know talking to niggas even in this day so <laughs> for some re- like even even when niggas are writing this bible there were things that god told them that were new mm-hmm. so there are things that can be told today that can be new mm-hmm. i just want y'all niggas to just think about that for a second um yeah that's all i gotta say because i'm about to waste some more time on this so yeah yeah those two things take it with you
1: Blessings and glory <laughs> Be with thee always Thank you Jesus Oh what peace we often forfeit Oh what needless pain we bear Oh Oh my god, you new age niggas, you new new living translation ass niggas. I am
0: not sophisticated enough for that, I don't know where it's coming from. Well niggas,
1: here we are, uh, back at it again, Yeah, with the white vans. (laughs) Um, We are here to do the segment formerly known as Sex and Dating. Uh, would you like to share with us uh, the brand new <laughs> title of this segment?
0: Yeah, so first... This is a working title. Y'all. Yeah, it's a working title. First, I thought it should be called Niggaships.
1: ships. I support that.
0: Uh, we might go back to that. Mm. Uh, but then I said, hey, me and my kin. Uh, oh, that's my God. good working. working. Um, we're okay. going to go with ships for now. Me and my kin. Might no, no. It
1: stay strong in in your in your in your fucking decisions me
0: and my niggas
1: me and my niggas
0: let's go with that all my
1: niggas in the whole wide world
0: if it all was shorter of
1: all of that no the whole damn thing all my niggas in the whole wide world sure okay
0: let's go with all my niggas in the whole wide world yes. this is the new t- title of this segment Um, because we, you know, we, we had a narrow and talking about dating and sex, but this is going to extend to all of the relationships that we have. Mm. Um, because you know, niggas ain't always dating. Amen.
1: And niggas certainly are not always having sex. Not always. No. No.
0: I'm, you know, God bless y'all niggas who are. It's not, it's not my reality.
1: Not my ministry. Um, uh,
0: so who will start?
1: Who among us? Huh? Who among us?
0: Oh okay I thought you were volunteering No Um. you know
1: I'm not volunteering (laughs) If given the chance to not Volunteer nigga I am not going to Volunteer every time
0: Um okay so
1: Watch me (laughs)
2: y'all
0: So okay I'll I'll Talk about it so nigga I'm not dating Have no I think this is The first time where I realized that I I really Have no strong Desire to date Mm. The energy output is. Uh, oh, that's a lot of energy to put out. Yeah. Um, for small ass returns. Yeah. I think when, especially
1: when you know what you want or yeah. you know what it is that you and, want out that of you deserve. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think if your returns are better, then you probably are more willing to put in the energy. Um, because but you're twelve
1: times out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> 12 times out of 10 niggas is going to serve you pickle juice on a fucking <laughs> silver platter. Like nigga, where did you find a silver platter to serve me pickle
0: juice on, nigga? Niggas are literally Prayer. going to the dollar store to, to 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 like get you your meal. Oh my god. Like they are literally going to Dollar Tree oh my god. getting you a box of pecan cookies Ooh. and putting it on a
1: and a single spare rib. Yeah. Because they be having them at the Dollar Tree. Nigga, they have them. I think it's at the Dollar General that has the grocery section. I don't know. God, They sell ew. steaks.
0: Sure, they'll get you a Hungry Man from they, the Dollar Store. I don't know that uh, they from the go that far. No. The Frozen Joints.
1: Do they have Hungry Man?
0: I'm pretty sure okay. in the freezer they'll okay. have that. But okay. yeah, so they'll get you that and they'll put it on a ceramic plate and be like, hey. Ceramic? I,
1: like, nigga, where did you find yeah. the money for a ceramic yeah.
0: plate? Yeah. yeah, but you're shopping at Dollar Tree for my meal. But yeah, you'll be like, hey babe, I I slaved all day.
1: Yeah, did you? Yeah. And
0: you're like, oh, okay. Well wow, so you made these cookies, huh? These are these are homemade. Homemade. These 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 hard ass <laughs> cookies. Homemade. Alright, great. Thanks. Peace Thank you so much. You, babe. Um but yeah, so I have no strong desire to date because this um the return is not great. So um I have put a moratorium on it for the most on part. On
1: pussy. <laughs> I put a moratorium on this pussy.
0: Uh, I was actually talking to somebody, um, not romantically, I was just talking to a friend, and we were like, just thinking about the different ways that, like, gay men talk about their genitals. And, like, yes. specifically the booty hole. I right? was going
1: to say, yeah. No, very specifically.
0: Um... Like, cause you know, there's this thing bussy. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not about that. All <laughs> my days. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, I, I was talking I was like, yo, that's just so, uh, that's so, can we think of something else? And we were thinking, I was like, yo, I went back to my Caribbean roots. I was like, yo, Bunani. I like, oh I like, I like Bunani. The boom, boom. <laughs> but I like Bunani. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's <laughs> what I will be referring to. It, yeah, Bunani. Put a moratorium on that Bunani. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because. We'll um, see the
1: Bunani. <laughs> the diasporan roots. Yes, amen. A black nigga ass. <laughs>
0: oh, God. Some some are a little more rogue and just say ass pussy. So mm. there's that. You know, that's a, that's another. Yes!
1: Ass pussy! Yeah,
0: that's another, wow, um, that's that's another delicious. thing to say. But. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, so I've put a moratorium on that. I'm good on it. Um, I think what I've been realizing is that I'm like so full of like affection and love and stuff, but I'm not willing to give it to myself because the only thing I'm willing to give to myself is criticism.
2: Mm-hmm. Um so
0: so what I've been realizing is that yo, this love that you so easily extend to other folks pour that bitch into you like yes. like the same amount of compassion that you yes. just have for people like i will make excuses for niggas and be like okay well you can do better next time but me my nigga let me like step let me like overbake an asparagus there and it's done like nigga are you fucking That's kidding what me
1: asparagus is called a spear
0: a spear yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you saying a spare i don't know it's s-p-e-a-r E-A-R. spear 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 whatever say it spear 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 anyway i'm such a
1: colonizer
0: for, <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. for making you say it
1: that way it's a, it can be called a spare amen um, yeah.
0: asparagus i'm just like all right andre you're you're done you're yeah. you're over mm. This mm-hmm. is over. So, yeah. um, I'm working on... Yeah! God. Mm-hmm. So, I'm working on actively uh, sending the same amount of compassion and love and encouragement that I uh, expend on other people and directing it inward. Um, yes, God. Because, first of all, that's difficult because I don't know why it's so easy to see the humanity in, in other people but not yourself. Um, yeah, so, um, also, uh, one thing that I... Um, when it comes to relationships of all kinds, I'm realizing that um, I've been, what I've been doing is trying, I've been actively working to try to avoid hurt mm-hmm. or like avoid pain when it comes to dealing with other people. Yeah. And, you know, I see like different things. Um, people, Specifically, people who just got out of a relationship, they'll post stuff like "never let somebody be your one, your all, when you're only an option," and oh, God. or like they'll post like oh, these no. these pseudo Buddhist quotes, like "oh, yeah. just get rid of all earthly desire and shit," and da da da. And um, you know, I was like, oh yeah, just like not like don't don't let niggas like get that close to you. It's mm. like let me not do that. But what one thing that um oh, <laughs> right um. Oh, I, I, I didn't mention earlier that I did my full moon ritual recently. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always a cathartic-ass experience. Yeah. And one thing I realized that specifically around new moon, uh, full moons, when I do my full moon ritual, mm-hmm. I always get, like, these wild-ass revelations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the revelation now, because, you know, I was writing my intentions down. Or, I'm sorry, the things I want to release. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, released it. And then, you know, I was mulling over. Not, not mulling over. Just thinking about... Mm-hmm. What I just did and, you know, what I want to do and what I'm looking forward to. And, um, you know, this whole this whole thing that I was saying about, yeah, just, you know, not getting too um, attached and, you know, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Like, the thought came in, yo, get attached as fuck to people. Like, mm-hmm. love people, uh, get attached to them, yeah. pull them in, love them all. Um, the fact is that what the, the, the revelation that came in was this. Um your job is not to avoid pain mm. it's to make your recovery time quicker mm. so mm. you need to so my job is not to avoid hurt it's not to avoid pain it's not to avoid attachment it's not to avoid like loving mm. people or myself anything it's not it's it's basically to make sure that I'm good and I'm whole and then completely just release that love
2: yeah
0: without expectations well not without expectations but freely yeah and um the fact is when it comes down to it people will hurt you people will do things but each time make it a point that that recovery time that you go through is shorter and shorter and shorter so that it's it's normal to to hurt about things. It's normal to hurt after people. That's there's nothing wrong with it. Um just make sure that it's shorter that um yeah, that you're good that you're that you get better quicker each time. Hmm.
1: Um, and yeah, go ahead. I think so for me hearing as a light skinned nigga of <laughs> a light skinned delegation, um when you first said that, I'm like, well, that's not a, a reasonable objective for me. <laughs> like i have be in my feelings for 84 years and that's just where i be. And so I'm not. Um, but then like hearing you talk about it a little bit more, um, I feel like my takeaway more so than the, the speed of the recovery yeah. is that in each, in each chance that you take, um, to be brave and open in um uh to the connection to the love to the all the things that come with it Mm -hmm. um you are becoming more and more present and more and more aware of oh here was the stumbling block here Mm -hmm. and you you end up spending less time of trying to nav of trying to figure out well what was it or what, what what was the lesson that was supposed yeah. to be here? Um, because in each relationship, you're building a deeper sense of being present, a deeper sense of self-awareness, yes. um, a deeper sense of um, understanding how other folks are navigating the world mm-hmm. um, so that that process of... Um, Just trying to get to the core of the issue Mm -hmm. um, becomes one that is shorter and Mm -hmm. not necessarily that the inherent goal of healing becomes, bitch, I need to do this faster, Uh Uh Um, but rather that you are picking up more self-awareness and more, um, more intentional, um, intentionally present, um, practices in each relationship that allow you to move through those processes uh, quicker or smoother. Yeah,
0: smoother. Especially smoother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I think when it comes down to it, naturally, when you employ, you know, when you practice these things, um, part of the byproduct is, or it seems to be, like, the amount of time you spend mulling over something. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it's like, you know, you're able, like you said, able to identify the issue and you're able to heal from it. Like you're able to start the healing process. I think that's it. You're you're able to start the healing process quicker mm-hmm. because until you identify what's happening,
2: mm-hmm.
0: one, you'll internalize shit. And then two, with internalization or internalizing things, that, that, that healing process ain't happening, period. Yeah. So you'll delay it. And you'll be dealing with an an issue or something that happened for a lot longer than you have to. So, yeah. Um, When it comes to relationships, my nigga, like, I, first with myself, um, you know, extending that love to myself Mm -hmm. and, like, being good. Because I'm not a believer that, like, you know... There's six billion people on the word, or seven, whatever, for a reason. Like, I'm not... Like, this whole notion that, you know... Oh, you got you and God, and that's it. No, nigga, you definitely need other people. You're not, like... There's studies that say, like, niggas, you know... Can't... Like, niggas are social, you know what I mean? Like, that's part of our development. Like, we need social interaction, so yeah uh extending that love to myself first realizing that i'm good and then going out and developing these bonds and stuff and not being afraid of it and just knowing that you know shit happens sometimes yeah and not internalizing that yeah that's specifically one of the things that i'm realizing not to do internalize it internalizing things will fuck you up all day every day. Can
1: you say more about internalizing? Like what do you mean? Like
0: that? um so an issue happens mm-hmm. and you take it as like an inherent character flaw in you every time
1: in you in you okay
0: like it's it's yeah. just you're an awful person you're this like this defines you yeah um or even or or something like somebody does something mm-hmm. and like you take All of it inside of you. Like, it was a personal Mm -hmm. thing against you. When the fact is, when it comes down to it, niggas are navigating this world the way they know how. Yeah. And most times, niggas aren't really, like, it may seem like they're thinking about you, but it's deeper than you. Yeah. So, internalizing somebody else's pain when it manifests as something against you is not, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was talking to my friend Jamari about a week ago. (laughs) About a
2: week ago. (laughs) Um,
1: That was unintentional. Um, I was also thinking yesterday just about all of the fucking phrases that, like, have very specific meaning for black folks. Um, Like, in you know, just wondering how often those, like, phrases trigger a response Mm for black folks like when i like so often because you know there's so many things so like there's about a week ago which like niggas say all the time because it's like yeah i saw that nigga about a week ago and then you're like about a week ago um and then there's like you know when niggas are laughing hard as fuck Mm -hmm. and niggas are like i can't breathe and it's like like, yes, nigga, you are laughing, but mm-hmm. also I can't breathe is, like, attached to a whole ass, like, murder yeah. um, by the state of a black man. Yeah. Um, what other phrases are there? There's so many. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I can't think of any more. But um, there's just so many phrases that yeah. are so specifically, like, so specifically trigger a moment of time, moment a memory of a moment in time for yeah. black folks. Yeah. It's so strange, um, but like
0: even like I'm sorry. to... No, like, it's fine. So I was on Twitter and I was watching. What is that uh, gay figure skater guy's name? I don't know. Anyway, so he was talking to Ellen DeGeneres and of they course. were right, and he was um, talking about Shawn Mendes. Mm-hmm. And he, but what I
1: don't
0: happened to this? Is either, yeah, me neither. Okay. I don't, oh God, this is so wild. Okay. But yeah, so he was talking about this guy named Shawn. M- I guess he's a singer or something. Anyway. Okay. Um. So he was saying, oh. <laughs> So he said to Ellen, I was sleeping on Sean Mendes. And while he was doing it, he was clapping his hands like, I was sleeping on Sean Mendes, right? Mm-hmm. And, and by
1: sleeping on, he meant like, he on meant his like, skills.
0: Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he exactly. Like, yeah. And Ellen was like, what? what? What are you talking about? And he was like, oh, not literally. <laughs> and then the, but the wild thing about it is that, like, I was thinking it made me think, and then like it made me think about um, like, African American vernacular English, but mm-hmm. also the fact Like, thinking about slang, Mm -hmm. you know, A-A-V-E, and, like, idioms, and the fact that body language, all that. And (laughs) it made me think, yo, what is he doing? Because it didn't even look right. And, like, when I went down the Twitter line, people were like, what the fuck? What? He doesn't look... Like, because when it comes down to it, when it comes to black people talking, Mm -hmm. it's so much involved in it Mm -hmm. that makes it... I don't want to say... Yeah, it makes it... um. It makes it make sense. Yeah. Because, like, he was. <laughs> the way he said it, the fact that he was clapping his hand, I was like, these two things don't All of even these belong together. Right out of context. Like, you're doing everything at once. And we're like, nigga, this doesn't. like... Was, that's so funny that you said that. Because I'm like, it. why
1: would someone clap? Yeah. Because, I, I, like, I, as you we were telling the story, and I'm like, okay, so he's sleeping on him, but why is yeah. he clapping? <laughs> That's like happening in my head, right. but I'm like, okay, oh, maybe like, that was... I this
0: clap for? He was <laughs> buying all the black things into yes, one thing. he knew! And I was like... Yo,
1: that's how press white gays me. Yeah!
0: <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? And somebody is like, oh yeah, when you try to use stan language. And somebody quoted was like, nigga, this is A-A-V... Shut the fuck... No. What
1: is stan language?
0: It's basically... It's basically black language. Okay. Yeah, that stan started using... And a stan? Like it's like so a stand is basically oh a stand a really, soccer stan. yeah, stan. fan yeah okay so <laughs> basically which um, is all white people to yeah. black people yeah. yeah so they started using that you know and it just made me think, like you saying that it just made me think about like black language is so specific you mm-hmm. have to be very and it's so you have compli- to be part of the be, context you do you because I was be watching different. him and I was just like this. This is is so awful. What is he even saying? <laughs> Not on my watch. But anyway, go ahead. It was just
2: ugh.
1: wow. That is so no. I'm like literally having a key right now, a key key. Because <laughs> oh literally, God. when you said he White was people,
3: clapping, I'm like, okay,
1: that. what? What is yeah, the clap for? Yeah. Because I'm i'm thinking about all then so then my mind goes to yo this is so deep like how like deep black vernacular english is because like i'm like okay i'm processing through all the different ways a clapdown could be used and i'm like okay no this isn't it and i'm like maybe it's a new way that the the youths are using no it's just a white person yeah so okay great great (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) about a week ago, which is where we started, um, I was talking to my friend Jamari and um, he mentioned, he mentioned um, after I was talking about like, I don't know, I landed on this question of like, am I just like this huge fuck up and like. It, it feels like it's always me that's mm. fucking up. Um, and he was just talking about how, um, I don't know if he said a friend or a therapist or maybe a therapist friend um, said to him that you cannot fault yourself for being an actor, um, for always being an actor, rather, in stories that happen in your life mm. because you literally will always be present in your own stories. Mm. Um, so that can't be your default like answer, uh-huh. like, oh, it must be me am i mm-hmm. am I the problem here? um because you're literally always in your own story um, and that was just um i don't know that was just um a moment for me to be reflective mm-hmm. um because you know i I'm often asking the question well it seems like I'm the common denominator in all these issues but bitch of course you're going to be the common denominator in your own ass life yeah Yeah. yeah. you're going to be the one that's always there yeah you there's are no one else yeah there's no way yeah. um, <laughs> so that was just like no you're right you're right my nigga mm-hmm. um, but sometimes oftentimes it yeah. is also yeah. me yeah, yeah.
0: It can't be you. Yeah. Yes, don't so. don't get it twisted, y'all.
1: Don't get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
0: that's my shit on relationships. Anything from you?
1: Um, at all. I am. Uh, I have.
2: What the fuck that was?
1: Linda Belcher, out this bitch. <laughs> Bobby. Um, I love her so deeply. God damn it, I love that bitch. Oh, um, man. I. As I was landing, so. Full disclosure, um, I am a nigga that does not put my phone on airplane mode when <laughs> uh when I get on an airplane. So just FYI there. Also, I flew southwest for the first no, it's probably not the first time, but first time in a long time. Um can't that kill people? Or no. No. Um niggas be trying to make you think that it is, it will, but it won't. <laughs> So I flew southwest for the first time in a long time. Nigga, I saw the ground the whole last flight. <laughs> what? I have never in my life...
0: So that, does not flying my, that high? No,
1: or? nigga. We was flying directly above rooftops. <laughs> just skimming treetops. <laughs> why? I don't know. I don't know, like, because while that flight was happening, I was like, wow, I really need to research why this is so. Like, is this... <laughs> Just how cheap these niggas is like I don't understand why we're flying so low because I'm used to like killing birds seeing, and seeing seeing the trees and she I mean seeing oh. the trees seeing the clouds and shit I never I did not see a cloud
0: How many birds did they kill Nigga right who there? knows Who
1: knows Anyway um, Why did I bring that up I don't know Oh So Towards the end of my flight I started texting folks. Um, because, um, well, I, the, even though I didn't have my phone on airplane mode, the texts still don't send because Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not in whatever. Um, so I started texting folks because I have had, um, between 48 and 56 unread text messages for the last month and a half. (laughs) Um, so I'm finally down to 38 now. Okay. Um, because I started texting folks as the plan the plane was um landing. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just really happy that I'm like getting back to my niggas. I'm rescheduling shit that should have happened a month and a half ago. Um, I'm responding to niggas that asked me questions of me months ago um but it's happening so and and you know niggas just are picking up right back where (laughs) they left off um so yeah and that's also giving me the opportunity to um you know connect with some folks that um i've been meaning to talk with Mm -hmm. um and just haven't made that time because i've been in autopilot Mm
0: -hmm. um Mm. so yeah that's it yeah amen
1: It's time for the personal healing practice with Trey and Ja. Here we go, niggas. (laughs) All right. So uh, personal healing practice is something that we did this past week um, or weeks in this case. There we go. um, That kept us grounded or um, just sustained us um, and contributed to our wellness. Amen. So, what is yours,
0: Um I guess the only thing that I would say that I did... It's
2: this one thing that got that was, me dripping?
0: That was helpful was um that full moon ritual, but also mm. finally changing my hours at work. Mm, um, praise. Yeah, I have more time to wake up and not rush in the morning. So, yes. there's that. Don't care about... Well, I no longer care about uh, getting home late. <laughs> so what? Don't care. It's not a big issue anymore yeah. to me. What um, time do you get home now? Um, I'll probably get home by like six or six thirty. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Um, yeah. So those two things, but especially the moon ritual. The moon rituals always help me um, because, like I said, I always get these you know revelations when I sit in it and let it marinate, marinate. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Grateful for those things. Huh. Yeah.
1: Were you about to say something else?
0: No, I was just thinking about the hour change and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is gonna be um a game changer for mm. me. So yeah. In what ways? Um I'll be the biggest way is that like normally i wake up at like four forty five mm-hmm. Which and, is wild. Yeah. I don't know that hour. It's <laughs> don't know her. <laughs> Never been there. Yeah, it's, it's, uh God, and I'm woken, woken up by an alarm clock. Mm-hmm. Being woken up by an alarm clock at 4.45 in the morning is just, but, no, so here's another thing. Sometimes I'm woken up by the alarm, mm-hmm. alarm clock, now my body will wake me up around 4.15, yeah. mm-hmm. and I won't go to sleep. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Um, so being able to get a few extra Z's, but also waking up at a reasonable time mm. and then being able to just kind of not immediately jump out of bed and be Shocked like, oh, awake. let me get, yeah. I can like, okay, I'm up. Cool. Hmm. Let me think. Maybe write a little, you know, have some tea. If Come I on, feel tea. feel like it. Yes. Um, Scrubbing my black ass face, mm. putting a mask on, mm. if I feel like it. Come my on. Options. Mm. So yeah, I think this will be good.
3: Amen.
1: It's lit. Um, my personal healing practice, um, one thing that I really appreciate about myself is um, the fact that I'm always down for an adventure, mm. um, and that has been really... It's been a game changer in the traveling that I've been doing, because mm-hmm. um, often I'm traveling to facilitate workshops with predominantly white groups of folks, um, and that can be draining sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always like seeking out, like I've never been to this place before. What are the cool things that are here? Mm-hmm. Um, and I. When I'm proactive about it, I never let myself down. Um, so I'm like, I like go a few different routes. Like sometimes I will. Well, I always look um, in that location to see what the Facebook events are. <laughs> Close another door, nigga. Close one more door, my G. One more.
0: Continue, sir. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, there's a feature on Facebook um, under the events, um, like, tab, Uh where you can um, change location and um, see events for a certain amount of time. Oh. Um, So, I'll use that and see what's happening, and that's been a really cool way to find um, events. Um, Also, it's very strange, um, the very personal events that people post on Facebook as public (laughs) events. Like, whole-ass baby showers and, like... (laughs) Funerals. Like it's very strange when people post on Facebook, but oh, neither yeah. here nor there. Anyway, so I'll do that and um, you know, I'll do a quick like cursory Google search of like events happening this weekend in this area. Um, or I'll like look up best this type of restaurant in Uh, this location, and yeah, it's just always great. I always end up meeting really fun people um, and actually getting to experience the places that I'm traveling to for work, Mm. Um, even if just, like, you know. I went to, when I was in St. Louis, I went to this place called Clementine's Naughty and Nice Creamery, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's this ice cream shop that makes, like, boozy ice creams, Um, Mm. And they also made, like, very specific um, non-boozy ice creams as well. Mm. They had, like, a lavender honey ice cream and, like, a gooey butter cake ice cream, which was so good. Oh, my (laughs) God. They had an ice cream that was called, like, salted crack caramel. Um, So many. Oh, it was so good. Anyway, so, yeah, my personal healing practice is always being down for an adventure. Amen. Um, Yeah. Glory. It's your son.
0: Okay, so stop doing that. Stop doing that. Thank you. Stop. Thank you. (laughs) What the fuck that was.
1: My God, well, on today, uh, we have uh, what we would like to call uh, saints, if you would stay with us, uh, obligatory nonsense, all right, saints? (laughs) And in this segment, okay, if you will, uh, we typically just talk about the foolish-ass fuckery that white people are doing in this world. Mm -hmm. Today, we'd like to shine a spotlight on that whitey McWhiteass white-ass nigga named Rick Scott. <laughs> Who is Rick Scott, you might ask? And I might respond, no one. A white man.
0: <laughs> Same thing.
1: Same shit. <laughs> All right, so this nigga Rick Scott ain't shit. He is the governor of Florida.
0: More affectionately known as Lord Voldemort. Or slender man if you will
1: <laughs> a snake in the grass is what my grandma would call this nigga um so Rick Scott after the um murder that took place the mass murder the what is another word that we can use for that
0: terrorism terrorism okay
1: yeah. that happened at the hand of a very calculated action of a 19 year old white man, um, about three weeks ago at this point. Um, Rick Scott decided it's time for me to step up and do some more bullshit.
0: Okay, Whitey's now let's get information.
1: <laughs> I <swear. laughs> Oh my god, yo.
2: <sighs>
1: so, Rick, in Rick's, um, Major action plan to keep Florida students safe. Um, his title, not mine, y'all. <laughs> also, bitch, why do you need a title that long? For what reason? Um, he oh, devised God. a five hundred million dollar plan. Like, where do y'all around. just find that money laying just around? Just laying
0: around, you know. What? Back office.
1: I'm just thinking about all of this. All of the other problems. That could have been fixed with this money that y'all just happened to stumble upon. Yeah.
0: Oh, there it is. Oh. oh. I found some.
1: We have the opportunity to implement more metal detectors in yeah. police and schools. Bitch, I found $9 billion. Let's make it pop. It
0: was just in the couch, you know. Truly. Yeah. In the cushions like, in and In the cushion shit. creases, yeah.
1: My God. <laughs> so, $500 million is what this nigga is proposing to keep Florida students safe. Of which only fifty million dollars is being invested in mental health. And when I say mental health, I mean that very loosely, y'all. Because one of the things that he explicitly talked about was making sure that there were grief counselors in every school. So like, is this a preventive measure? Or are we just making sure all schools are equipped? With all of the resources that they need when when the next school (laughs) shooting happens. And to be very clear, this is a $500 million plan Mm -hmm. to intervene in an issue that the FBI had the opportunity to solve. Yeah. And is fully funded already
2: to solve
1: easily. Yeah. But chose not to. Yeah. Because it wasn't an issue, you know?
0: You know, when they say, you know, if you see something, report it. And then somebody goes ahead and report it, they'll be like, eh, well, mm, mm.
1: eh, not that serious. Yeah, we're uh, good. Thanks. We're good on that. <laughs> yeah. So, and this plan also is engaging um, what Rick is calling a violent threat restraining order, um, which would prohibit a violent or mentally ill person. As defined by community welfare experts or law enforcement officers, from purchasing or possessing a firearm. So this part of the plan also hinges upon a key, um, just lie mm-hmm. around around um, mass shooters. Yeah. Um, that there's like this mental health piece. As I said, when I first introduced the fact that there was a a murder um, that was uh, the catalyst of this plan, Mm -hmm. um, the actions of that white man Mm -hmm. um, were very calculated to the point that someone was able to gather... All of these calculated plans and announcements and and things, and say, "Hey FBI, hey y'all niggas, if y'all want to do something, here's some cause to do some shit about." Yeah. But again, FBI is like, "No, nah, that's one of our own. We don't, yeah. we don't do we're that. We're busy things. We don't do that." Yeah. Um. So this also is very disturbing when we're thinking about. Well, for me, I. I'm always thinking about, well, like, when a deeply political moment happens in the U.S. where it's clear that a shift in, like, legislative culture must happen and, like, folks are pushing relentlessly for a shift to happen, I'm always thinking about, okay, what is going to be the piece that disproportionately impacts black folks?
2: Because there always will be. Always.
1: Always. Um so here I'm just thinking about the fact that um black folks are grossly overrepresented and grossly overidentified from youth mm-hmm. from childhood um with learning disabilities um are misdiagnosed with um with a lot of different learning disabilities um mental health um challenges and things like that, um, or are um, relegated to um, a lower standard of life because they are experiencing something um, that could very easily be just identified as, oh, depression, mm-hmm. and here's the medicine for this. But instead, it has to be something that's inherently about their character
3: yeah.
1: um, that warrants them a threat to society. Yeah. Um, and because, inherently, of course, because they're black and they can't be fixed, and yeah. you know, all of that. Um, so it just makes me think about. Um, you know, the Sandra Bland's of the world and um, how easy it would be for someone to, if she had been a resident of Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, of Virginia, Lord, oh, but uh, I'm sure coming soon uh, is a billboard um, for this Rick Rick Scott-ass uh, plan to Virginia. Um, but if she had lived in fucking Florida, um, how easy it would have been For a police officer to encounter her or any of her work online or any activists, black activists work online and say and and deem that person a violent um, or mentally ill person.
2: Yeah.
1: Black right extremists. What is it called? Black something. Black identity
2: extremists. Black
1: identity extremists. Like how many of them niggas that have been identified as that live in Florida? How many of them would then have their rights to be armed, taken away from them for that reason?
3: yeah
1: um, so just thinking about all of the ways that um black folks are barred from um, participating in their citizenship yeah um which was another thing that we were talking about a little bit um, ago um around Dred Scott mm-hmm. and Harriet Scott and how um you know when they filed suit um, for their freedom um. The Supreme Court came back and said, "Girl, y'all ain't citizens. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, mean freedom. <laughs> You're not even a human, bitch. <laughs> what you uh, What you need freedom for? Like, You're uh, an item. Yeah, a living, breathing, talking item that yeah. could file suit. Yeah, at the courthouse in St. Louis. Um. So it, there are so many things here, and there's also and. Uh, I don't want to say this is speculation because I definitely read it, but I couldn't find the article. So girl, who knows? (laughs) Um, But there was also a piece somewhere in the plan where Rick, Rick proposes that there be 10 assigned faculty members in each school. um, And here we go um, where tweets become legislation overnight Uh. um, where ten folks in every school in Florida would be assigned the role to have a gun and they would be trained for I think it was 300 hours maybe it's less than that like 136 hours um on how and when i guess to use the gun and they would be paid a one-time stipend of 500 dollars, which is about three dollars and 25 cents per hour um for now taking on a new additional task of being a security guard in the school excuse me um so it's just all really wild and then like with I think it was like three days ago there was a teacher who barred themselves up in their room and um yeah and shot a bullet out of their <laughs> fucking room and honestly when I heard about it I was just like yo is this nigga part of this whole plot to like show why we needed to why we need to support Rick's bill to like this whole violent threat restraining order piece, cause like I I don't
0: even know like what maybe, the fuck
2: is even happening. Or
0: maybe even against it, showing you that teachers just shouldn't have.
2: Could be, have
0: but like guns, what the fuck? What the fuck even is happening? Like, Why
2: like
1: white men are a whole ass fool, yo? Could
0: you imagine your teacher firing warning shots in the air? Be like, look,
1: nigga,
0: I'm waiting.
1: Yo, so <laughs> like what? the the shit I I. What the fuck is this nigga's name? It's has an R and an O in it. So when I was in middle school,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I went to Grand Park Middle School. Um, a pretty trill-ass uh-huh, school. Uh-huh. Uh, we had shootings in the neighborhood and shit. It was, it was real. It was real as fuck. Um, so... I want to say I was in 7th or 8th grade. And I want to say that the teacher's name was like Rolando or... Roland or something, Mm -hmm. Mr. Rolando or Mr. Roland. This probably early 30s white guy Mm -hmm. um, and had no classroom management skills, was a pushover. He was in one of the classrooms that was out in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Once upon a time, he got fed up as fuck. And flipped a whole <laughs> ass desk over in the direction of a student. This is middle school. Wow. Flipped the whole ass desk over in the direction of a student. And then flipped his desk over. Um. <laughs> and I'm just wondering... What would have happened if that nigga had a gun that day? Did what the
2: I, fuck would have
0: I, happened? Did you, did you see the tweets where people were like they were like tweeting out pictures of like teachers from like cartoons and shows. What if Miss Trunchbull had a gun? Oh
1: my god. What if
0: Miss Finster from Recess had a gun?
1: Jesus Christ yo. These kids would be
0: gone. Truly. Miss Trunchbull literally took a girl by her pigtails and threw her out a window. You think that girl (laughs) wouldn't bust a few rounds up in a nigga's ass? You think she wouldn't? Oh god. She threw a girl over a fence. Almost got her all in her ass. I, I can't. Iron fence. I
1: can't. I don't know what y'all niggas are thinking. <laughs> I truly don't, but I do know niggas don't give a fuck about black children. Nope. Don't give a fuck about children, honestly. Yeah. Um. They but care especially. a lot about fetuses, like which <sighs> I'm like. Do y'all realize that they eventually turn into it, children? It, yeah. Apparently not. Nope. But I. I um, You know, just looking at this plan that Rick Scott has, and I think they're voting on it um, in the next week or so. um, Just thinking about how this is going to be, and I'm sure is already a a roadmap and a blueprint for so many red states, for so many um, Republican governors um, across the U.S., um, and it's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um. You know, so many conversations that I'm seeing happen more and more now, especially since the start of this conversation around teachers having guns, mm-hmm. is, okay, so what are we doing as black folks with our children then? Yeah. Um, because we know that we will be the the community that is disproportionately um, affected by teachers being able to have guns in schools. Yeah. Um, because we know about implicit bias, we know about the disproportionate representation of Black and Brown students yeah. um, in um, the amount of students that are referred to law enforcement every yeah. year. Yeah. We know about the school to prison pipeline and the disproportionate impact of that on Black and Brown students, specifically Black students, mm-hmm. specifically Black students with learning disabilities, mm-hmm. um, also specifically poor Black students. Mm-hmm. Um, So we all, we we know, Mm -hmm. we know, we know and we have known that this, any legislation is going to disproportionately impact our students, our children, Um, but like, what does that mean? How do we act upon that knowledge?
0: Yeah, like, um, you know, if if a teacher were to do, like, when I have kids in the future, if a teacher were to, like, act wild toward one of my children, you know, Mm -hmm. I could go up there and whoop their ass but like if they got a gun now I might think twice like I don't know if I want to confront this teacher they might fear for their life right yeah especially an angry
1: black man coming in to defend their child who they have done harm
0: pop pop yeah actually guys I thought he was coming at me Mm -hmm. oh cool yeah that's fine makes sense
1: that's perfectly justified yeah also y'all should see uh, y'all should watch Strong Island by Yance Ford. Strong Island. Mm, so good. So Strong Island, um, I think it was nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe I said, no. Maybe Yance Ford, who is um, a black trans man. Mm-hmm. He, I think maybe the first black trans person to present an award at the Oscars I feel like I'm lying to y'all right now so I don't know but there's something very specifically um new and like amazing about Yance being at the Oscars this year um so anyway um so yeah Rick Scott fuck you fuck the plane that you came in on fuck the mayonnaise that you have for breakfast (laughs) um and fuck the hot dog water that you bathe in um (laughs) fuck all that shit oh god
0: transgender man to be nominated for any Academy Award. And the first openly transgender director to be nominated for any Academy Award. Uh, hmm.
2: it's, it's
1: a good film.
0: Also, it's about his brother yeah. who was murdered. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Also, y'all should Whew. see um, Seven Seconds, which is on Netflix. I've been
0: hearing about that all week.
1: My God.
0: Is it a series or a movie? It's a series. It's mm-hmm. a series. Okay.
1: And I hope they come out with a second season. Um, At first, I did not want a second season because it was just so stressful. But Mm -hmm. then when you see how it ends, you're just like, bitch, there has to be a second season.
0: I know what I'm watching at work tomorrow all day. Yes. Amen.
1: Please watch it. Um, I found myself (laughs) staring down the barrel of a fucking deadline, of a looming-ass deadline. (laughs) Just, Just... Completely captivated <laughs>
0: by the series. Up at two a.m. just watching the. So I don't know like what it's about. Uh, I, I know the like some about like a police shooting or is it?
1: It's about um, the police covering up um, a murder.
0: Oh god.
1: Um, and oh god. And I really, my favorite part of it is how. How clearly it takes on telling the story of how being black and the lack of opportunity to to have access to um, resources and um Mostly resources that that folks who are not black have to like get them out of certain trouble, like mm. small <laughs> things. How they snowball when you're yeah. black. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just really, really that like that is a a critically amazing thing about mm. that series of of showing how these seemingly tiny instances um, add up just add up, like, snowball like crazy.
0: Wow.
1: Um, But it also does this thing where it's humanizing the white uh, perpetrators of violence (sighs) in the story. So, like, there's also that. But honestly, it's worth enduring for the story. Okay. um, Because it's so, so I always,
0: I never get why people try to humanize... Like the white perpetrators and stories. Because they're always automatically humanized anyway. Always. Like they don't need any help.
1: Like if y'all only portray them niggas as evil demons.
0: The audience will still be like. Well.
1: You know I'm not sure. I think
0: uh, I always
1: this is a complex (laughs) character. A complex complex.
0: character damn
1: it. God damn. God damn it. It's wild.
0: They don't need no help in being humanized y'all none at none
1: all. Yeah. Um, and my friend Chris was just like yo I would love to have seen this series without the white characters like if we just mm. took out all the scenes with the white characters <laughs> what would this story look like mm. um, and I would also love to see that wow. also since we were just talking about Rick Scott um, that also brings me back to this like incredibly disheartening reminder that I keep haf- having um and that a lot of black folks are having um, just around the fact that the moment something has a black face, folks go out of their way to discredit it. Um, You know, in, in, in this specific moment, talking about gun control and, you know, these students using their voices and standing up and how much support they're receiving. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, you know, black youth from since at the very least. So in our in our most recent memory. Yeah. Um, so like in like as young millennials. Um, as, as recent, I mean, as for as long or since as long as. Um, you know Trayvon Martin's case and that was like in 2011 Um, black youth have been fighting have been talking about we need to figure this shit out we need to have better laws in place but we were pegged as um, rowdy as uh, we don't have a focus as um, violent um, violent protesters. Um, so just... the I, I, It's wild to think about the energy and, and resources and investment that goes into making sure that black folks are colored as uh, irrational yeah. and violent beings.
2: Yeah.
1: It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also... It's also a very freeing thing as well to, mm-hmm. like... No matter what you do
2: yeah.
1: or how you do it, yeah. niggas are going to try to paint your black shit yeah. as some irrational, um, out-of-pocket-ass shit. So just yeah. do whatever the fuck you was going to do. Yeah. And do it with the, the the fullest heart of it that you were going to do it with. Yeah, yeah. Because niggas is going to say it anyway, regardless.
0: Yeah. It got me thinking about, like, how, like, if you look at, like, D-Ray and, mm. like, uh, Netta, you know, people who came off of that movement yeah. and like people have been like criticizing them. Oh yeah. You know, they're activists and they're taking money and this and that. Mm-hmm. Or like, how are you going to be an activist? And you go this and that. Mm-hmm. But like, you see these, um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to like, toe it kind of softly, although mm-hmm. I don't really care too yeah. much because these are high school students. I'm like, yeah. eh. but they're also like white young high school yeah. students. And then, like people are talking about, oh yeah, D. Ray and then are verified and stuff. These little white high school students are verified on Twitter right now. Mm. They're they have support from
1: Oprah,
0: Oprah, lots of black, folks. Barack
1: Obama, yeah. Barack
0: those are Obama. That, those are the
1: two presidents of yeah. blackness. Yeah,
0: per all of our black aunties, for real. Like they have so much support from a lot of black folks from so many celebrity white folks like they have so much support but nobody is painting them as like money grubbing like opportunists they are just fighting for you know change and it's so disgusting and disheartening to see that happen before your eyes and people don't it's not that they don't see it they don't want they they willfully ignore it yeah there's no, there's no way at this point you're not seeing it. You just don't want to acknowledge it. That's it. Ugh.
1: That shit is wild. Yeah. I, I though it's sort of apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing that tweet from Barack Obama of just talking about you know young folks have already always led the way and blah blah blah. Um, I just go back to that moment when. Um. um And again, apples and oranges, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that there's a better way, a better example to illustrate this with, but just thinking about um, the talk that um, Obama did, I think it was for some like LGBTQ plus event or something, a gala probably Mm -hmm. during Pride, um, where um, her name is Janissette Gutierrez. Mm was ha- haggling in the crowd that. and was like, you know, President Obama, what about the immigrant, um, trans folks who are seeking asylum? And what about, and what about, and you know, this is a young Latinx trans woman who is using her voice, mm-hmm. um, to, um, you know, garner attention around a very important issue. Protest is never convenient. It's never going to happen at the right time or the mm. right place unless of course you're white. Of um course. in that case, any time is convenient yeah. and the appropriate time. Yes. Um, but just thinking about his response to her and how he never walked that back and very much so in the black parent style of mm. like, I'm not going to apologize. Mm. Um and just, you know, called her out and I think Try. I don't think he had her removed because that would have been out of like Barack Obama taste. But um, he definitely like was like, if you don't shut up, <laughs> like some shit that was very Barack Obama, but it wasn't shut up. Mm-hmm. Um, and just thinking how stark of a contrast then we have when we have this mostly male white male led mm-hmm. um, movement against. Um, guns and around and gun control mm-hmm. um, and how much support that is garnered and let's be rocket.
0: clear about this this is this I don't care what anybody says this shit that they're doing is disorganized as fuck mm-hmm. there's no organization in mm-hmm. that at all but people are painting this oh yeah this this radical movement and they know what they're doing they know what they want they're just white they are just literally just white that's it, <laughs> that's it! and for real when it comes down to it most of them are not doing the talking yeah about what needs to be changed. Like, they're not. And uh, and you have black folks come with whole ass legislative plans. Right? And are still seen as like ridiculous.
1: Disorganized, irrational, right. um, unco- not, not coordinated well enough. Like, are you kidding me? It's wild. It's wild. What? Um, so what we really came here to do was to (laughs) (laughs) was to get to our Ties nigga segment of our programming.
2: Um
1: so today on Payota Ties, we're gonna do some explain it. Some other shit. Um and we're just going to, you know, set out our predictions for B's new album. You wanna explain what Ties means? No, I'm not gonna explain it. I thought you said you ain't gotta explain it. Oh, you no, better no, comb no. the scalp, bitch. Comb was, the, oh, you massage? Little, no, little it was
0: like it's scratch. But, um, yeah. Oh yeah, but um, speaking of beat, um, before we get into that, shout out to her washing everybody on her latest track. Um, I'm sorry, it's not I her even or seen DJ it. DJ Khaled.
1: I mean, heard it, heard
0: it. Yeah, um, washed every rapper on there, including her oh, husband, um, Jay Z. Keep embarrassing yourself. <laughs> on these records with your wife because I'm enjoying them thoroughly shit um it was D- <laughs> it was Jay-Z, Future, Beyoncé and DJ Khaled was like, you know, the producer or whatever. And um the only part that was enjoyable was Beyoncé's honestly. Wow. Um That's trap Beyoncé is a thing that needs a whole album without so anyone stop, else. Stop,
1: nigga. Stop. 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 Oh, wait. Stop. I just God um, damn it. Wow. Okay, so I'm gonna just hop uh-huh. into this because Dre is stealing my thunder. Uh-huh. Um so yesterday when I woke <laughs> up and started thinking about um Beyonce and what this new project is about to be mm-hmm. about. Um, also by the way, Pay Ties nigga is a segment in which um we discuss black femmes, we discuss um, you know, what black liberation la 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 black liberation looks like for black femmes um hurdles in the way um of that liberation and um Liberation can also look like joy in just having great-ass, bomb-ass music as the soundtrack for your liberation work. Um, so today man, we're going to talk man. about Beyoncé.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, because yesterday I woke up uh, with the spirit <laughs> of a hypothesis on my heart. <laughs> All right. And I came to share it with you good folks at home on today. Um, so here are, my, here are my theories around the Beyoncé album. First and foremost, the album is going to come out in May. Okay. Um, specifically I'm thinking May 13th I don't know why that number is 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 sitting with me but May 13th okay. feels like when it's going to happen um, this is going to be a 14 track album of Beyonce doing this singing rap thing mm-hmm. that she and Janelle Monet have picked up and like decided to run with um, it's going to be completely rap mm-hmm. on B's part mm-hmm. um B is going to leave the singing to, uh, you know, Chloe and Hallie. What mm-hmm. is who are they? Nice them. <laughs> yeah. Chloe and Hallie are going to sing the hook on one of the tracks. Um, Missy is definitely going to produce mm. quite a few tracks. Um, there's going to be one out one uh, track that is like, that's like Kim Burrell, fucking Jasmine Sullivan, Tweet, Emma, fucking uh, I don't know. Give me another one. Kimberell, Jasmine Sullivan, Tweet, and I don't know somebody else, some mm-hmm. other singing ass, but Brandy. Okay. And they're all just going to be on one one ass track on some. Um, what was that track that Kanye had? Where it was mad mad singing bitches on it. Kelly Price was on it.
0: Oh, um, Father Stretch My Hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. were there? Was, <laughs> it was that? Kelly Price and, and Kirk Kim- Franklin. Um. I think he had provided the, like, the choir. And
1: then it was And Okay, Mm. yeah. But no, it'll be far better than that. I just, I I feel in my spirit that it's gonna just be this trap-ass, hood-ass, H-Town-ass album Mm. um, where, like, B is going to, has searched the ends of the earth, gone to the ends of the earth to find, like, women producers who are just producing this, like crazy bass heavy heavy music mm. um one of my friends when i was talking about it um mentioned like definitely cardi b is going to be on a track and i was like bitch why didn't i think of that like of course cardi is going to yeah. be on a fucking track yeah. um what are my other Oh, I I also feel like the visuals for this album are going to be hella, like, futuristic. Hella Afrofuturist-inspired, like, um, and also very decadent, much along the lines of um, Family Feud, like, Mm -hmm. that video. Um, And I just feel like Beyoncé has been... um, beyonce and blue and the mother niggas i feel like they have just been reading octavia butler children's stories (laughs) for like the past year um just like getting you know in the mind of what this afrofuturist like trap um rap album is about to look like uh visually Mm. so i'm really excited i'm excited for this shit that's about to pop yo um (laughs) I hope it's released before May honestly I hope it's released tonight Let's see <laughs>
0: <laughs> She will not release it before Coachella um,
1: You don't think so? No
0: Damn. I absolutely have no faith in that happening Damn. Um, Beyonce Is smart And she will not She will definitely build that anticipation um, And then either right after Coachella mm-hmm. She is going to make an announcement Right after Coachella okay. No matter what that's happening
1: Why not before though? What is that? Because niggas have already bought their tel- their tickets for Coachella. Mm-hmm. Or is but it just, like, the invitation?
0: Yeah, like, you know, I think she will either make it, like, at, during her last set at Coachella. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think it's going to be, like, during her last set at Coachella. And she's going to make, like, a big announcement. Um, mm-hmm. That's just what my spirit tells me. Mm, um, on, don't yeah. know what it is. I'm just, I know it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, I see, because it's happening in April. Coachella's in April. Um,
1: oh, perfect. Okay, so I'm I'm in line.
0: Yeah, I see the twins somewhere. Um, don't know what the, you'll hear their coos on some some tracks. Um, I definitely, I definitely. You
1: speaking seventeen languages by now. <laughs> are you fucking kidding? I me? definitely coups? hear Blue
0: talking her shit. Like yeah. Blue will be talking her shit. Wow! What if tracks,
1: blue? Tracks. Wow! What if one of the tracks mm-hmm. is a rap album featuring blue, rapping her I ass definitely, off? Definitely,
0: because like you know when Jay Z released that, um, I'm sorry when Tyler released
1: mm-hmm.
0: that, you know Blue Ivy track. I was like, all right, yeah.
1: Everything is uh, everything is Shaka, everything,
0: everything is fire. Uh, yep. Yes. Look, Blue will wow. be on that album rapping her ass off, and I'm wow. here for it. Um, I think that this album is gonna be um I feel screwed and chopped heavy mm. i feel I feel definitely screwed yeah. and chopped inspired i feel I feel like warped sounds i feel um, like <laughs> lean inspired mm. i feel I see visuals of booty shorts. Always. Um always. But like specifically Houston type booty shorts. Mm. I see brick walls. I see I see gutter shit. Yes. I see real gutter hood ass shit. Um I see blue. Um <laughs> Do you remember that picture of Blue where she was like looking down from the balcony? Yes. During Mardi Gras?
1: Yes. At I you s- minions, at you peons.
0: <laughs> I see blue in like her her most Amazing regalia, decadent. Like just fucking it up, um. Cause that she's she's six now, I think. Wow, That's wild, yeah. Or five, whatever. Wherever six she's or five, out. she's, she's like, yeah, um, yeah. I definitely I agree with you with the the rap singing thing. Mm-hmm. That's definitely going to be on the album yeah. heavy. Um, definitely, like you said, Cardi B, um, feature, um. Who else do I see as a feature? I was going to say the Migos, but I don't see that happening. No, That's, no. I don't see that at all. Um, they may I'm, be in a video. Maybe. I see some Frank Ocean, of course. Huh. Yeah.
1: Um, is Frank Ocean produce?
0: Yeah, like, he does. I don't
1: know. In my mind, this album is only women. There's only women on this album. Hmm. Um, Okay. Frank Ocean.
0: I see... Yeah, I definitely see Frank Ocean. I see I see the gaze heavy. Mm-hmm. As, like, did you see that that picture of him like he recreated Paris' is burning for his uh birthday party? No. And he was wearing like assless chaps.
1: Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. I do remember that outfit. God, amen, amen. Yes, God.
0: But uh yeah, I I see um I definitely see the incorporation, like the fusion mm. of Houston Hood and Ballroom. I see mm. that. I see that happening. So, Ooh, yeah. that's delicious. Yeah. I can taste it. It's amazing. Yeah. That's what I see.
1: I also... So one other thing that I I mentioned in my initial musings over this was um, I see fat black women Mm. in the visuals. Mm. um, And I see that also inspiring um, be to push Ivy Park up to 5X. Okay? Mm. Um, So I'm hoping... Because niggas can afford to, you can afford to do it, B. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can do that absolutely for your niggas.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm just hoping mm. that that also happens. I see, mm. I see some fat hoes in some videos. Come on, all right, <laughs> what was baby. I said Jesus. That was my New Orleans. What's, That's New Orleans.
2: That that That's
1: so thank you all. Um, what are your thoughts? Send us in your visions for uh, B's album on May thirteenth that's gonna drop um called Hood Hose Little. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I don't know. What's the album name gonna be? I don't know. Do you think know. it's gonna
0: be another visual like how how is it gonna be? how how about this? How's is it gonna be presented to us?
1: Yeah.
3: Um, How's it gonna
0: be presented?
1: I don't know I know it's gonna be some crazy visionary Like brand new shit We ain't never seen before though think, like- Yo like what the fuck is she about to invent Like I feel like it's about to be like On some choose your own adventure Ass mm. like Yo what if it's like An app or oh some shit or like What
0: Right or like you fill out a questionnaire And you get an album based on your questionnaire Oh Money. bitch Money.
2: Man, Bitch, what did you get Money. I didn't hear that song like, I... boy. what you got
1: what you got what you got what's that video oh I didn't get that, I get that oh my god I'm yo oh. yo it's about to be hella futuristic and oh some god. shit that we've never my experienced god. before and I'm not ready Oof. I just Oof. every time Beyonce releases something it's a whole ass like
0: it's an experience. a spiritual, yes.
1: like it's it's like wow, what what the fuck were we doing yeah. before this moment? Right, what was niggas doing?
0: What is it? There? There's BB before Beyonce and there's BL before Lemonade. Like there's there's errors, yo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my
1: god, yo. What? Okay, so uh, this is exciting. Just thinking uh-huh. about the possibilities. So it could be like an app where you choose your own adventure mm-hmm. and like every nigga gets a different. Experience? That I would
0: love that, That's, like that'd be wild, a la BuzzFeed um, survey, but better. Yes, Ugh, like oh, you're this. So here's your here's your, here's your songs, her. here's your experience, here's your videos. Ooh. I would, d- bitch. Oh,
1: God, God damn.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: What are some other things? I will fall. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whew. Wow. No, I like that. Let's yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Do that, Beyonce. I know you're listening. Do that.
1: <laughs> this shit has been done for seventeen years. What the you're fuck? Right. What do we look like telling Beyonce to do some shit? What
0: this shit has been sealed. Yeah. In the vault. Yep. In the
1: vault for seventeen years. We are so far behind where everybody Beyonce currently is yeah. in twenty eighteen. Yeah. This bitch is Beyonce's honestly lived in 2500. I think them two other niggas that Beyonce pushed out are somewhere on an unknown planet just cultivating it. For whenever beyond I mean, for whenever Blue decides to uh, call upon these niggas and be like, "All right, w'e ready. All right, w'e out, Mama. Let's go." DC Three, the new DC
0: Three,
1: (laughs) and they just leave and live on their happy little planet um, forever.
0: Yeah.
1: So Beyonce is so far ahead of us. Like we are literally living. So Lemonade came out two years ago um was it not
0: 2016 yeah yeah
1: i feel like we are consistently like perpetually 20 years in beyonce's past <laughs> every time <laughs> she comes out with <laughs> an album <laughs> it's from 20 years ago so that's where i'm at but i'm i'm not mad no nope. i'm here for
0: it every time because like nigga th- <sighs> Ever since, because I tell everybody that I became a part of The Hive when Four came out. Before that, I was like, yeah, oh, whatever. No. Okay. Four was my shit. Like, Beyonce when came was out. my shit. Um, oh, God bless. But yeah, so I, I signed my membership, sending send in all of that so when I Four so it came David. out. Um, and then, like, ever since then, since she's released music, I'm like, okay, what is she going to do to top this? She can't top this. And be like, oh, God, oh, damn it. How did wait, you top this? Says, okay, well, she can't top this. Oh, wait, you did. Oh wait, she can't top this. Yeah, actually, no. yeah. I'm like, nah, son. How are you gonna do it? What like what's I can't what's next, girl? No,
1: Beyonce is a roadmap for like Black radical creation. Yeah. Like there being literally no ceiling. Yeah. There's no I don't see no ceiling, said Blue. That's so wild. <laughs> Like, Blue has embodied that already.
0: Has, oh, God, we're, I love we're, that.
1: we're also 20 years behind Blue, and Blue is only five years old. What the fuck kind of lives are we out here? But I appreciate that model of, like, here, we have a table in front of us. Mm-hmm. This table could be used to eat a meal on, mm-hmm. or we could deconstruct this bitch put some wires on it and turn it into whatever in the fuck else new brand new creation that niggas have never mm. heard of and never thought of mm. making a, cre- a a fucking table out of mm-hmm. um yeah
2: Wow.
1: I'm just I'm just so here for it Whew. I'm just so here for it and I like I feel like my brain would explode if I saw what the fuck if I was actually like not 20 years in Beyonce's past yeah and like actually seeing what the fuck she's creating right now in this moment in like twenty eighteen.
0: Literally changed the date that niggas release albums on. Wow, what? <laughs> nigga, it's no longer Tuesday. Did y'all no. know? It's no longer Tuesday. It's
1: not. Cause that's a whole. That was a whole ass thing. Yeah,
0: for a long like time. Like Billboard had for, a whole ass yeah.
1: like here are the albums yep. that are coming out on this day. And now that was niggas Friday. it's just like...
0: It's every. I
1: mean, whatever. Here's
0: what's all, coming out this month. Yo, like, title, because I have title, y'all. Title, mm-hmm. like, and when I had Apple Music, it was always every. Like, after Beyonce released Beyonce, mm-hmm. every Friday, hear the new albums. Every Friday. I'm like, nigga,
1: what? This is thing.
0: That's wild.
1: That is culture creation right there. Wow. Wow. So, we just spent 19 years talking
0: about Beyonce.
1: Great. Perfect. All right. All right. While Dre searches for this app on his phone, I'm going to go ahead and do some closing remarks and get us one out of the way um, because it's time for this hungry nigga to eat. Um, Dre, I as always appreciate this time with you. Um, I just appreciate your um, willingness to be openly reflective. Um, about things that are not easy to be open or reflective <laughs> about. Okay, my nigga? Um, oh, God. That, your your good word um, on not being present. Nigga, when I say synchronicity be a whole ass thing, <laughs> like, it be a whole ass thing, yeah. yo. Um, and I'm just really grateful that I made the decision that I needed to make um, this week mm-hmm. to... Um, work back towards one moving out of autopilot and moving into being present again, mm-hmm. um, because it, it it's work to be present because yeah. it's 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 very easy to not be present and like wind up fifty five years old and like oh um, okay so what? what when did this happen what do I have to show for yeah. it um, and that's a scary ass feeling yeah. realizing that you've let time pass and, and don't feel like you have things to show for it. So mm. I appreciate you modeling what it means to realize that you're not being present and then, um, you know, take the steps to um, become present. Wow, I just had a taste of, like, nectarine come to my mouth, and I'm just, like, really desiring a, a nectarine right now.
0: That Sounds good.
1: Mm. Yeah. Nectarine is, like, the plum peach... Yeah, the like the combination, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what. Yeah, yummy. Yeah, <laughs> um, so yes, thank you for that.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah. And I- also, sorry. Also, oh,
1: thank you for always, um, just being so gracious with me because I, <laughs> I am a whole nigga to deal with, and I know, and I know I am. Uh, so I appreciate that.
0: Amen. Thanks. I love you. It's okay. Thank you, it's I, I love that. Um, I specifically appreciate you, um, like, I, I don't even know, yeah, I'll call it, like, the bravery spe- that you had, um, or have, specifically when you talked to, when you mentioned that you, um, you took a break mm-hmm. with, with Backpack, you were like, yo, actually, like, shit is so wild and I need to recenter center myself, mm-hmm. specifically when you were talking about the, the feeling of scarcity. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so that so you having the bravery to be like, actually I'm gonna step back mm-hmm. and do what I need to do because shit is not falling how I want it to fall. Mm-hmm. And being okay with whatever may come from that. Yeah. Because you need to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. I think I need to model that bravery mm-hmm. because like that feeling of scarcity, like you were saying, is so real. Like
1: specifically just, in love yeah specifically
0: like okay. just holding on to whatever you get because you just don't know if what anything the else, fuck will else yeah yeah that bravery like i'm i'm gonna make it a point to model bravery like that because mm. that really hit me mm. like uh just being like yo actually i'm good like yeah. and i will be good yeah um Especially when I'm taking time to take care of myself, so yeah, I definitely appreciate that. All right, so um, the quote for this week um, comes from a um, an amazing, prolific. It's about to be uh, some bullshit, y'all. Black woman. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it's not. It's Ky- not Cardi not, B. Not, no, no. It's not, it's not
1: Kaya. <laughs> it's not T. S. Madison. No, it's not. Okay.
0: Um, you're close. So what I will say is that this comes from a beautiful black, uh, queen. black woman who we will be um, re- call her a queen, a queen, a womb man. Yes. yes. Um, who we will be um, whose who um, whose labor we will be reaping the rewards of for years to come, mm,
1: generations. Um,
0: yeah, uh, it comes from Minister of Music Monique. Um, My
2: God.
0: and God. the quote is, uh, something that she's been saying, uh, in all the interviews she's been having. And it's really been sticking with me because honestly, this is, this is all, this is when when it comes down to it, this Come is up. what we need. Yes. The quote is make it make sense.
1: Make, make it, it make sense. Make
0: sense. Because wow. so much shit that niggas are going around talking about and saying and doing there's it's nonsensical. As fuck. Making no sense. So Monique And
1: niggas are never being pressed <laughs> to make it make sense. So never Monique, Monique. is giving y'all niggas these
2: opportunities. Yeah.
0: Make yeah. it four words. Make it make sense. <laughs> that is your job. Make it make sense. Shit. I'm so in awe of that
1: Wow. One. Make it make sense. Make
0: it make sense. Nigga, do you know that we will be reaping the rewards of what she's doing right now in, like, 20, 30 years? Actresses will be reaping the rewards of what she's doing right now.
1: Because that's always how it happens. I mean, folks will call black women crazy their whole lifetime. Mm -hmm. And then, once they are dead and and gone, and maybe a long time after they're dead and gone, folks will celebrate their work. Yeah it was rose colored glasses because ain't nobody talking about how everyone called them crazy when they were alive. Yeah. Um, that's a conversation that I was having with my friend Ashley. Um, I think we were talking about Ida B. Wells, Mm -hmm. um, and someone else. Um, but just, you know, how folks lift up, you know, and support the work that Ida B. Wells was doing in Mm -hmm. her time. Niggas wasn't talking all celebratory and shit about that shit when she was alive. (laughs) He's nah.
0: love idolizing you when you're dead, yo. Won't give you them flowers while you're alive.
1: No. Nah. Um, so thank you now. Yeah, Monique. Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, and I just appreciate how make it make sense is both a charge and a challenge. Mm-hmm. Like I want you, I want you to make this, I want you to make sense of this actually. Mm-hmm. I want you to turn this thing that I know I'm asking you to articulate. How it makes sense that I know don't make sense. Yeah. Um, I want you to figure out that it don't make sense. Yeah. But also once you figure it out, I want you to make it make actual sense, bitch. I want you to right your wrongs, yeah.
0: bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So that charge absolutely. and challenge, absolutely my God,
1: black women, the fucking gods. God bless. Mm. Mm. All right, so I guess we're going to pray or some shit. Uh, yes, look Yes. It can be short,
0: it can be quick. It's fine cuz I know you are hungry, nigga. And
1: exhausted. <laughs> um so universe, God, ancestors, all these niggas out here who are conspiring for our greatest good. Um I thank you all. For the opportunity to make our needs known, um, for giving us um, the desire to voice our needs out into the um, into the universe um, with understanding that they will never return to us void um, with understanding that um, they won't return to us void because um, we know that it is in. It is critical for us to be in tune with the forces that we um, extend our requests to um, and able to uh, have return or know what the return is. Um, I thank you all for um, the lessons in um, taking our time and in the lessons um, in being present that we've received um, over this. Week weeks.
2: <laughs>
1: um, I thank you for um, the lesson of patience. Mm. Um, that I am learning from uh, having friends that are patient with me and my bullshit, um, and also um, just the compassion that it takes um, to live with yourself. Um, mm-hmm. and, and be patient with yourself around the processes um, of learning and growing and learning and growing again um, and I'm just grateful that that I have made peace with and accepted and am coming to love the fact um, that I am meant to be a growing thing mm-hmm. um, and that that is okay and, and necessary and mm-hmm. um, because so much of what um, I've been socialized to believe says that um, I am supposed to be grown at this point and I'm supposed to um, have hit a plateau at a point where um, stability exists. Mm -hmm. Um, And and while stability is a great thing in some ways, um, it... um, In the lives of folks that I look to and also in my own life um, has led to or looked like stagnation in Mm. a lot of areas of, of life. Um, so I'm thankful that I am no longer buying into this idea of stagnation as being a uh, destination point in my mm-hmm. life. Um, so I'm grateful for uh, ever evolving and um, always growing and always creating and recreating and de- deconstructing and reconstructing and that being um my modus operandi or my stasis in life, um, that being my constant state in life. Um, So I thank all the niggas who have brought me here. I thank my mama. I want to thank God and shit. Um, My granny, okay? All my niggas in West Virginia. All my niggas in Caroline, Virginia. um, Everybody, all my niggas in the whole wide world, okay, for these opportunities to grow and to learn and to move out of autopilot and into being present. Um, So I'm grateful, and I just hope, that this week is filled with opportunities to observe our growth and to enact our growth yeah. and also to be present in that growth. Um, and all my niggas' names, I pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> no, I've
3: been
2: changed. Come on, Sister Patterson.
0: Come on.
1: How, did you see that story in, in uh, Cardi B's Insta story? Or the video on Cardi B's Insta story where she's singing? Oh, and she starts
0: coughing? No! Oh, okay. No, no. Oh, no, that's, she was laughing. Okay, no, nah, I didn't see
1: that. Oh, God. Okay, anyway. Well, I hope y'all have a, have a great-ass week. Uh, be blessed, don't stress. And worry about your old mess. And moisturize your lips after you exfoliate. So you don't have a layer of crust under the moisture on your lips. Amen. And eat a vegan cupcake, bitch. Oh glory! And say hi to your mama,
0: please.
1: And read a nigga for filth this week. Yes,
0: at least one. Yes, and There's plenty.
1: Decide not to throw away a trash ass person that can be redeemed this week. Mm. Only if they are not harming you. If yes. they're harming you, then fuck that. Yes, fuck yes, that yes, yes, nigga. Yes, yes. Um, and eat mm. a good ass taco this week. Mm. Anything else we should do this week?
0: Um, wash your balls if you got balls. Wash your balls. Um, Cause goddamn balls. <laughs> Do they stink? They are not I've fire. never been
1: that close to balls. They're,
0: they're not they're not the wow, best.
1: Oh, I've never mm. ever been that close to balls. Yeah. Ever. Thank um, God. Drink water. Please drink. some damn water. I need to return to my daily practice of drinking yeah. a, a mason jar of water y'all after I get in the shower.
0: Y'all organs are literally screaming out.
1: <laughs> Yo, anytime somebody says battery acid comes. <laughs>
0: Niggas are drinking 40s and fucking uh, 50 cent sodas all day.
2: <laughs> and sour creaming on your chips.
0: All day. And you're you're steady trying to balance your chakras and drink all the water. And this nigga don't give a fuck. My Be God. equally yoked, folks.
1: Uh, watch Black Panther again mm-hmm. legally. Sure. <laughs>
0: sure. Sure. Fine.
1: And take some bomb ass selfies and some bomb ass selfie lighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do all them yeah. things.
0: Yeah. We'll all watch right. seven seconds, apparently, right?
1: Yeah. I'll be yeah. Doing that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye, niggas. <laughs>